Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. Episode 671, October 11th, 2021. Spooky month, y'all. And on the show this week, we have Anthony. Hello. And we got the Wombat, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to suck your blood. <laughs> blood. <laughs> I've been watching spooky movies. I've, well... Let me let me let me walk that back a minute. I watched Critters. Yeah, I guess you could define that as a spooky movie. It had been like twenty years since I'd seen that movie. I mean, Critters is kind of like, what if we did? Am I thinking Critters where it's like the the Gremlins rip off? It's like the monsters from space, the little thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's like you know, Halloween Gremlins. It's kind of that tone. Yeah, I, I was I was violent. kind of shocked at like how much of that movie I remembered because I must have watched it a lot as like a, as a younger kid. And just that movie is not great. <laughs> no, no, but I but I love to watch it, and I didn't realize they made like fucking five of them or something. Oh god, a bunch of them are straight to video. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I need to watch those too. They're all on HBO Max, and I'm like, maybe I should watch these. You know. I always rewatch Ryan's favorite movies. I always rewatch Saw during Halloween. Saw Saw One is a fantastic movie. Saw Two, you can start to see that they're already sort of losing the plot or the passion. I mean, that thing went. Oh, they just released a new one last year. Yeah, Spiral. Yeah, it's crazy how many of those movies there are. Oh, but anyway. Video games. Anthony was excited as soon as he got in the call. He's like, "I have opinions." I'm like, "Oh, we got opinions on." Oh yeah, we're starting with me. Yeah, we'll start with you. We'll leave it till last. I've been playing uh, because you've played it too. Um, uh, Eternal Cylinder. I know you talked about last week before I showed up. Yeah, Um, I didn't talk much because I didn't play much, but. I like it. Uh, I I don't. I, you know, I still haven't played a lot enough. I've played just past where you played, so it's like not enough to say too much. Um, but uh, it's got. It feels like it feels like if it feels like if they did spore. You know, if Ace Team did spore, this is it. But now there's a giant fucking... I don't know if it's sentient or not. Um, 
It looks like cylinder. Uh, that big fucking yeah. It looks like it's like lava and some shit in it. I don't know. It's creepy looking. The, what the cylinder? Yeah, it freaks it because like if you look close. both ways, you can just see it for like oh, ever. Obviously, yeah. It's I mean, you see it. It's clearly wrapping around the plane that you planet that you're on or whatever because it like goes past the horizon line. Yeah, and I. Yeah, I don't know. It's just this really fascinating thing, that, and it's just love that it's narrated like, um, uh, like planet Earth. <laughs> like, the, the names of these critters are like so stupid. But it's half um, fun, and then and then it gets really fu- like it's weird. But you're like, oh, you know, they're kind of cute, and you like seeing the other aliens. You're like, yeah, they kind of got to look animalish, and then and then you see the servants of the cylinder. <laughs> And, uh, boy, things things get weird and not in a pleasant way. I mean, it's Ace Team, so you kind of yeah. kind of expect it. Uh, yeah. And uh, the other thing we'll talk about when we get to you, because I haven't played much this week, because fucking welcome to nights. You sometimes have weeks where you sleep a lot. Well, there is that. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get to the big one in a minute, so I'll move over to the Wombat. And I ain't played nothing. All right. Uh, I played Fire Pro Wrestling World is the only thing I played this week, which I already talked about last week. So Now, now, that um, ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. It's great. But, um, and I, I got it modded um, mostly. And this is how, so of all the things I love about the game, the UI is the worst. Um, And so I had to mod it. The, oh we delete uh prior downloaded wrestlers uh because why you have to delete them one by one in a really cumbersome menu so uh but some other cool so it's got you know some some extra effects and some different things that you can do that you can't do uh the mod so it, it was worth it but anyhow that's really all i played all right well, I guess I'll run through the older stuff and some of the other newer stuff before we get into our conversation about a little uh, bounty hunter. Um, I could talk about Alan Wake and, and Far Cry now that they're out. Um, Alan, so, Wake, Alan Wake is still really good. Yeah, my question about Alan Wake, and like I realize this is going to sound stupid to some people, it's... One of those remasters that's along the lines of it looks like how you remember it, not it looks much better type of thing. Well, see, here's the thing. My memory of Alan Wake on the 360 is it's very kind of almost like it's got a Vaseline filter over it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. I, I, I don't recall it that way, but I understand what you mean. Yeah. And it's this the, one, like immediately out of the gate, I was like, wow, this is really clean. This is better than I remember it. And I'm not talking about models. The models are the same. But like just the lighting, the resolution, like everything. And and it's probably because, let's be fair, Alan Wake is not that far removed from my memory. That game is not that old. So I know it's old in terms of video games, but it's not old as like looking at, you know, a PS2 game being remastered or something. So, um, 
But no, it looks really good, plays really good. I mean, it's still Alan Wake. If you haven't played it, you should play it. It's a wonderful game. It's kind of sad American Nightmare is not in there, but... It's been removed from the canon, so... I don't care about the canon. I know, I know, I know, but that, like, (laughs) that's... That's part of the reason why they'll probably not reissue it, because originally that was the plan to move towards the sequel mm. that never got made. And now that, I guess, in some ways, the con- that Control is the sequel, they are, like, it's not part of the story anymore. I know that sounds really dumb, because it, it was a side thing anyways, but yeah. That's apparently the reasoning. Yeah, whatever. Just put it in there. Who cares? I mean, they're remastering and remaking Knights of the Old Republic, and that shit ain't canon no more. Fuck off. Actually, I believe Knights of the Old Republic is. I thought all the extended universe shit was removed from the canon. Ah, you would think, but that's been my issue all along, is that, like, Disney fucking decides, oh, no, 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 no. We can sell this, so that's... They can sell Shadows of the Empire, too, but if they bring that Uh, game back, then that whole trilogy now exists, which doesn't work. It's like anything that was up for sale beforehand that they were still selling, it's like, yeah, that's like all the uh, extended universe books that you can still buy. It's like, yeah, those are like just what if, but then they'll be like, except for this, we like this one. And they pull that one and they're like, that's canon now. Well, I think Shadows of the oh, like Empire the, should get the a second Knights, chance. N- Knights of the Old Republic, the old version might not be canon, but the new version will be. Yeah, but they're making they're remastering the old one. It's coming to Switch in like yeah, a month. Yeah, no, but that was that but that's the that's already exists on PC. That was already existing. <sighs> Whatever. That's the thing. Like Fuck off. Just put is it American dumb? Nightmare yes. as DLC for Alan Wake Remastered. I don't give a shit. Uh, I played Centipede Recharge. That game is pretty good. Fuck Centipede. I don't know what else to say about it. If you've played Centipede, you've played Centipede Recharge. It just looks better. And it's, you know, got like this. It, it's run based, so like you go until you die, and then when you die, you start over kind of thing. Arcade game. Good shit. Uh, I played a little bit of that Nickelodeon. All-Star Brawl. And that thing is unapologetic in its cloning of Smash Brothers. Like, we're talking down to the character select screen, the menus, the win screens, like, everything. Like, the main menu. Like, all that shit is just straight-up Smash Brothers. Um, it does play really well. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed there's not, like, voices for the characters. Yeah, that... that... That's that was the biggest issue with the kart racer, in my opinion, too. Is like, what what character does this have? It has characters, but that's not the same thing. And that's, I think, Nickelodeon, uh, not because I can't imagine that the the game company is like, no, 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 no voices. I don't want to ruin that. Dude, I don't want to ruin this with voices. If if you had like Ren calling the you know Stimpy an idiot every time he got hit. That would make that game like a thousand times better. Or if, you know, when Powder Toastman comes flying in, he just yells, Powder Toastman! That'd be some good shit. Would be some good shit. SpongeBob yelling at Patrick the entire time. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like when he that should be the sound when he flies off the map. <laughs> <laughs> Think about how awesome that is. <laughs> See, you hear it now. You oh, it, yeah, as it fades out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. As he goes flying off the map, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. As it just fades into the distance. Oh. <laughs> that game's still cool, though. Like, if you don't have a Switch, that should be your Smash Brothers, I guess. Uh, it, I love embargoes. They're very funny to me. But I'm playing the Crisis Remaster trilogy, and I can't tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those three yeah. games that have been out for a while. Well, the first one, I guess, is already out. So, it, I mean, it's included in it. I've talked about it before, but yeah, I can't tell you about two and three. Uh, I played Bullets Per Minute, which is a... Yeah. That game, I don't really care for. Like, rhythm, rhythm game boomer sh- shooter. Yeah, but the thing is, is that the boomer shooter part of it's not great. Well, you have to do it to the rhythm of the Night. techno music. <laughs> That's what I, I was wish. waiting on. <laughs> you gotta shoot to the rhythm of the night. Dance until the morning light. Oh, um, the the main thing I noticed right when I got into the game is like how sensitive the controls are. Like I was my my reticle was flying all over the screen until I adjusted it, and then like like shooting to the rhythm doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that it's just not that interesting of a shooter. Well, you know, like the enemies aren't that interesting. Too. Yeah, like I don't know, and it's got rogue elements, which like even further put oh, it down yeah. the list. And I don't know, that game just was not doing it for me. Um, Adam A T O M R P G. Old school Fallout. Yeah, it, it, it definitely old school Fallout. Like having to press like four buttons to shoot somebody, and it's just—I mean, it looks good. It runs great. Uh, I'm sure that there's a lot to it, but I don't know. Uh, Ember, the console edition—that is like a really. <sighs> How do I describe this? You ever play those games that you just know, like they have like a certain. Feel to them like those point and click games. I don't is know. That like, is that the? Is that the? It was a mobile RPG. Is that the same Ember? It might be. It's like a Diablo clone. Yeah, like yeah. a almost like a combination of that and Baldur's Gate a little bit. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. Like there's nothing wrong with it. It's just uninspired. No, I mean it was it was the only game of its type on mobile for a while. So I'm I'm sure it got a little. Uh, status boost because of that even if it wasn't that great yeah i mean it's it's perfectly serviceable you walk around you kill enemies pick up loot put it on that kind of deal it's i don't know i just it just really felt uninspired while i was playing it um i really wanted to talk about back for blood i i got early access to back for blood I went into the game, was getting sit, I was sitting down to play Saturday night. My wife and I were going to play together because we've been, you know, playing games together. And like, I don't know if you played Back for Blood yet, but it's got like this little hub area where like you you do your stuff and you prepare for missions. And it crashed three times in that hub before we even got into a game. Quality. 
So I just we just shut it off. We're like, you know what? We'll come back when they fix this patch. Uh, I do hope they have it fixed before next week because that thing launches into Game Pass this week. And if you know all these people get in there and it starts crashing, what's the what's the old phrase? You never get a second chance. Like people are just gonna delete it and not come back to it. So that's some shit you want worked out. Oh, uh, and then before last thing to talk about before we get into Metroid, I played a ton of Far Cry. I wrote my review for Far Cry. I really liked Far Cry. Far Cry Six is not going to. That's been the like dialogue this week is like reviewers like like ripping into Far Cry, being like, you know what, I just can't play this shit anymore. And I was like, you know what, if you don't like a game, that's fine. But what is the purpose of an article of saying I don't want to play this shit anymore? Like I don't, I don't understand how that benefits. Like you, even in the review, like I played for five hours, I turned it off. That's not a fucking review. That's just it you, starts. You being, well, it's just you being of tired of that, you know. Which is okay. That's fine. I, I, I'm perfect. I'm perfectly okay with you saying I don't want to play this anymore because Far Cry Six is Far Cry. It's, it's fucking a template at this point. You know. Yeah. And you, you know what you're getting. And Ubisoft will either keep doing it uh, or change, like they did with Assassin's Creed. Far Cry so 5 was, in... the, was the best-selling Far Cry of all time, so why wouldn't you just go back? You really going to tell me the Souls games are really that different? You going to tell me, like, no, fucking, you know... not. Not, you know, Bloodborne, sure, but, like, you know... It's still the same concept. Go collect things, level up, fight really hard bosses. Like, so many of these things are the same, and they're the same because the people that play them enjoy the shit out of that. And there's a shitload of people that enjoy the Far Cry formula. And that's what this is. It's the Far Cry formula. And it's beautiful. Looks amazing on next-gen consoles. Runs at 60 frames a second. Barely ever drops. I mean... I had fun running around blowing shit up, but yeah, it's the same thing. Un, you know, go through the map, take out these spots, do these jobs for people. It's good shit, but if you're tired of it, this ain't gonna change it. So I don't know. I just thought it was funny discourse this week. It's like, yeah, if you don't like it, that's cool, but like writing an article where I played two hours of the game and being like, I just can't do this shit anymore. Like, like somebody's torturing you with playing Far Cry. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh no, you had to play a video game. And it's like, well, okay. If you don't like it, don't play it. Fine. Um, I mean, some of those reviewers probably didn't want to play it, but, um, well then, yeah, that, uh, that's just not a, I, I have no patience whatsoever for reviewers who are babies about reviewing stuff. For sure. But you know what I mean? Like, everybody has their... I'm gonna just turn off my brain for a couple minutes. (laughs) Play the game type of thing. Yeah. Uh, Biomutant's kind of that for me. Biomutant is very much like the most mediocre good time. it, It is like, I'm gonna collect things, and I'm gonna shoot stuff, and... Yeah. Just and it's like Far Cry is very much that, and if that is not your thing that you turn your brain off to, like yeah, you're probably gonna have a bad time. 
And it's the same with, like, I don't like Marvel movies. I'm not gonna... But if you ask me to review them, I'm not gonna be like, oh, you fucking another Marvel movie. I'd be like, <laughs> I got 30 minutes into this movie and I just can't do this shit anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. The only th- time that'd be acceptable is if they keep, like, whatever your employer is keeps putting you through, like, the garbage of garbage tiered DreamWorks films, like Boss Baby 17 or something. And you're like, I can't, I've done 16 Boss Babies. I can't do this. You know, you know what's funny about this? I is feel like, like that's a whole, your life is coming around, <laughs> crashing down around you, realizing, oh, this is not what I want to do anymore. Oh, absolutely. And, and what's funny about it is like, the people that are writing the Far Cry reviews everybody's complaining about, they get paid to do this, right? That's like their job. Like, we review games on the site. It's not our jobs. No. Like, sometimes we'll get stuck with a game that we don't necessarily really care for. Like, I had to review NBA this year. That ain't my jam. But I kind of had to NBA go jam. through. NBA Jam. Sorry, yeah. NBA 2K. My bad. NBA Jam is totally oh, my funny jam. funny because you said, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I, you know, I'm playing through it. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this, like, street ball, like, RPG mode. Like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever done. But, like, I played through it, and I was like, okay, I can see where people will dig this. It ain't like, if, it ain't for me, but I see it. Everybody's got shit at their job that they don't like. Yeah. Like, that's you what makes it a job. Do it. <laughs> I can like, imagine going to my job, and, like, somebody sends me, the, for the fifth really? time this month, I gotta do this report. I'm like, I just yeah. reply back in emails, like, I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> Oh, another project to manage. I can't do this shit anymore. I can't do this shit anymore. You know what? Fuck you. Send this back to the client. Fuck you. <laughs> it's the same shit as last month. Leave me alone. Oh, man, I wish I could do that at my job. Like the, I don't know. There, there's a difference between, man, this game isn't very good, or I'm not feeling this game at all and putting that in your review. Whatever, that's great. It's yeah. your review. That's the point of it. 100%. Right? But, but to just be like... Oh, I'm so bored with this genre. Like, okay. Well, there are people out there who aren't bored with the genre, so how about you talk about how the game fits in it? Yeah. You can make you have, you want to say as a sentence that I'm bored with the genre, that's fine. But you still gotta at least review what the content of the game is for the people that are playing it that aren't but, bored with the genre. I mean think about like Far Cry as much as as much as I understand Samey and, and Assassin's Creed got Samey. None of those games are, like, the, you know, for a while they're, like, tell me the difference between the metal, the two Medal of Honor games on PS3. There you were know, two? In comparison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I legitimately did not know there were two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a different thing. But though, you know what but... I mean, though? Like, yeah. like there, there's, you can tell me the difference between... Like, they're not just recycling. I can understand if you got to, like, Assassin's Creed Revelations, which was, you know, part of the Ezio trilogy, and you're like, I fucking can't do this anymore. Right? But the, the fatigue hadn't set in that yet. It was three that the fatigue set in. But if you said, ah, it's more of the same, like, I, I know what you're trying to say, but it isn't identical. It's like, clearly work has gone into this. Yeah. I don't know. They're just like I can. I can think of other franchises, Earth Defense Force, um, but even the Earth Defense Force, I can't look at the newest one and go, ah, it's the same as the last one. It's like, yeah, it's very samey, but like it's also do does new things. I just so 
God love everybody that has an opportunity to do this for a living. But th- this is the problem, I think, with professional criticism. Um, uh, professional criticism might be the wrong way to put it. A, a class of professional critics is that the stuff that they get hung up on or tired of is not the same thing. Your 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 average gamer that's reading reviews to determine whether or not they should buy a game isn't playing fifty games a year. Um, and so I, th- I think sometimes it's easy for people whose job it is to be critical of games to be a little bit jaded on stuff because they do have to play so much and they do have to do it in such a short amount of time. Um, but it's like that's not. That's not the same experience that the end user is going to have. And sometimes I think it's hard to disconnect from uh, the, the, I think it's hard to bridge sometimes that disconnect between someone whose job 40 hours a week is reviewing video games to someone who might play four AAA games a year. Yeah. It, It goes back to that comment that everybody thinks reviewing video games is like, a, like a plush job where you just sit around and play fucking video. That shit sucks. Like if if your job is that I have to crank out this 40 hour game in, you know, a few days and then write a review and I don't even like the genre, that shit sucks. But that's why it's called a job. Right. Like you decided you wanted to do that as a job. So do that. Like we don't do that as a job. We do it for fun. Well, yeah. And that's, that's what I think what I'm saying with the disconnect is like, your what you're taking is something that other people, and I see this not just with video games, but like with other, other entertainment media, particularly professional wrestling. You're taking what other people do as entertainment to escape from their jobs, but now it's your job. Yeah. And so there's a fundamental disconnect there that I think sometimes creates issues um, where things things are rated the way the professional reviewer sees it. Um, and that's why you have a lot of, I think dissonance a lot of times between professional reviews and user reviews. Um, because again, you know what, what for me is my leisure time and just an enjoyable activity that I can relax away from my job with is this person's job and they have a deadline and they have a time frame They have to beat it by, you know, I can Assassin's Creed. I think is a great example. I love all those games, and I put 120 hours in in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, but I did it over the course of four months. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have to put 120 hours in it over the course of a 40-hour week. Um, so, like the, uh, I don't know. I, I just think that's a. I, I just don't know how you bridge that gap between what you do for a living is judging what other people do for entertainment. Yeah, I agree. It's in, work, work becomes unentertaining. Um, and so when your job is reviewing entertainment, it's, it's going to bleed out after a while. 100%. I don't know. I liked, I enjoyed the hell out of Far Cry 6. I'm still running around that island doing crazy shit but I feel like there's also a, gr- a weird group of people that go to Far Cry for some deep political message and like 
the only one that had any of that sort of was um Far Cry 2 and like even that wasn't like super deep. So, I like yeah, the the story in Far Cry 6 is I mean, it's like everything else in the game, it's a template. You get this really bad dude and you're joining a bunch of people to try to take him down. I I know that you need. I I mean I know that's like simplifying it, but I mean that's the template. It's been that template since three. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and there's yeah, a reason why the well, DLC but... for Far Cry Six is the three villains from the last three games. Yeah, but if they change that too much, then people would be like, "Oh, it's not Far Cry anymore." That's exactly what happened with Assassin's Creed at the beginning when they first announced all the changes they were making to it. People got mad, even though they were tired of the old Assassin's Creed. Yeah. They still got mad because the new one wasn't going to be Assassin's Creed anymore. Yeah. Um, it's you can't please everybody. It's just not possible. If you want to play something that's not Far Cry, maybe don't play Far and, Cry. <laughs> and I think my my overall point with the disconnect between professional reviewers and non-professional re- reviewers is I feel like more and more the industry tends to tends to give credibility and make adjustments based on what professional reviewers say and their feedback isn't always what the fans of the series want or need to see. So I don't know, I think that's just problematic. Yeah. If you like Far Cry, you're probably gonna like Far Cry six. I mean that's <laughs> I, see, I don't feel like that should be a, uh, uh, what do you call it, a controversial statement. <laughs> like, no. No. That's like saying, if you like steak, you'll like steak at this place. Yeah. Sure, some steaks might be better, but it's, I mean, it's still steak. Yeah, and and now Far Cry 6 is, is a big, fat-ass Far Cry steak. I mean, it's, it's a huge it's game, a Far Cry steak. I mean, but it's still a Far Cry steak. Anyway. Alright, Anthony. I am curious. You say you have opinions about this game. I want to know. Metroid Dread is out. Yep. Why don't you tell um, me? Why don't you tell me how you feel? Because I, I feel great. Yeah. You're probably not as far as me. I don't know. I'm... I've I'm, I've got... I don't want to spoil anything. Like, people are weird about Metroid. Like, they don't want the power spoiled. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there, there is a story to this one that is far more in depth than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I let me rephrase that. Um, it takes a lot of cues from Fusion in terms of its storytelling, but I thought it was going to be a lot like Fusion, in which you are just all the dialogue is with it, like a computer screen. Um, and that is not the case. There's a cutscene that happens where there is dialogue. Have you gotten there, Ken? You're talking about where the thing talks to you? Yes. I mean, I've done that. I'm on the third area. Okay, well, you are behind me, then. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. I have, on my map, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, I'm on the third area. I just got the... I went back and got the ball. Because that's in the second area. The third area is the the spread. Yeah, yeah. 
So I went I'm, back I'm... and I went back with the spread and got the ball and I found the big boss down at the bottom of the lava yes. in the first area yes, and I, I did not t- I know who you're talking I about. did not beat that like I don't think I'm ready for that. Oh, I also have the suit. So obviously I have the suit that lets me go down into that area, so. Yeah. So um Uh, this is this is kind of my issue with this game, and uh, somebody asked me if it was hard, and I'm going to say it's not a hard video game. It is a punishing video game, and I uh, the reason why I say that is because like I feel like hard is a a like a statement on difficulty. Like how hard is this game to play? And to me, Metroid Dread is very easy to play. Um that it is not necessarily challenging. It just beats the shit out of you. And it's not always fun. Um, Dark Souls is hard. And and I understand if you say, well, well, is Dark Souls punishing? The reason why I bring up Dark Souls is because everybody seems to bring up Dark Souls. and it's But it's like, Dark Souls, it's like, it punishes you if you do something stupid, right? And yes, there is some difficulty to it but it's not like like in in the learning but it's like you can you can learn how to play that game like there is a difficulty curve in in metroid dread it is like i i don't know what the learning curve is of it because it just seems to just say ah fuck you at times um one specific thing in each area is that okay, what you're so, referring so, to? So so let's talk about the Emmys first and foremost. <laughs> um the Emmys are the robot things that you've seen in the ads. And the first they do a really smart thing, um very early on spoilers, people. Like when I say very early on, I mean this is the, literally the first time you run into the robot. I think it's the like fourth or fifth area that you enter. Like in terms of like map parts. Um, it, it it is missing an arm, so it can't crawl after you, but it can uh, kill you, and it kills you instantly. Yeah, it's one hit kill. You have a very you have two very brief opportunities to um, counter and escape. Uh, I have still not managed to understand how the timing. I feel like it changes every time. There's like no way to learn exactly when that that claw is going to flash. Have you ever successfully done it? Oh, multiple times. I've never done it yet. Every so, time I get caught, I'm just dead. So <clears throat> there's the one on the claw when it reaches back. That is the easier of the two. And then the second one, uh, it is it is extremely brief. Like you have a, it is very low chance that you come uh, uh, or, um counter out of that. And when you counter them, you stun them, and you can slide underneath their legs and move past them. But they still chase you. Uh, they're, they're stunned for a little bit, but yes, they still chase you. And there's only one way to defeat them, and you have to absorb power, and then... Uh, God, that is it. so satisfying when I find that brain, though. Every single time I find it, I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. How many of these have you defeated? Three. I'm missing... I, I think I have one left. There's seven total, right? Six uh, or seven. Well, he says it. He he tells you how yeah, many there are. I don't are. remember. I don't remember how many there are. But he, they, when he told me there, were, he said there were six, 
And I'd already later... killed one, and I killed two more after that. You... They have some of your powers. Like, they... They can do things that Samus can do. And they're... They... they, they my biggest issue is that they become more and more unfair. The first couple, I'm like, oh, this is kind of, like, fine. Like, they allow you to figure out how you want to avoid them. But later on, it's like, clearly there's only one path that you can use to make it out. And it the timing gets so tight, and it's not really a stealth section, which is kind of what I hoped it would be. It's kind of a terrible parkour section. Yeah, if you make a wrong turn, you're kind of screwed. And there's one that has water in it. <laughs> and I'm just like... So it just kept... And like you have to go back and forth through this fucking area. Yeah, that area, is has... like, that area is like hell mode for me anytime that I don't have... And it... this game is terrible Ugh. at telling you where you need to go next. Oh, 100%. That, that is my biggest complaint so far. There have been times where I'm like, well, am I supposed to go back to the first area to get something? <clears throat> or am I supposed to go forward in this area? Like, it's confusing. And so, like... And the, the boss enemies and just end up being these fucking... So... Okay, back to the enemies. So, you have to keep going through these same areas. And as you get further and further into the game, the enemies are harder and harder to fight. And it's just like, okay, fine. You, you know, you, 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 you just suck it up. You're like, I'll be able to deal with this once I find the power up, right? Where you can actually attack them. Yeah. And you get one but shot. After the first. Yeah. yeah. So have you gotten to the part where you have to break off the armor? Yeah, where you have to, like, mash the button, and then... Uh... No, you don't mash, you just hold the button. Well, I mean, the first one, I thought you, like, mashed it. The second one, you held it. The th sorry, the third one. And you break their armor, and then I switch to the other side. Like, I jumped yeah, over so them, you... and then have to shoot them again. Because so, you have to charge so... that shot. you got to give yourself time. Yes, so when you get this, um, the, the power-up for the, the gun... Um, that is temporary. It is literally only used to fight these. Yeah, once you get um, it, you use it to kill it, and then it's gone. And then it's gone. Um, the first couple, when you have to break off... The, like, the first two that you have to break the armor off is fine. You have to... Basically, you get them... Your gun turns into a machine gun when you're in aim mode, and you have to aim at their face, and you slowly heat up their armor, on their face and it breaks off and then you have to do you have to charge up a missile like you have to charge up a shot and then you shoot this extremely powerful energy ball at their head and they die the space that you need though later on to have to be able to shoot them in the face and and break their armor off becomes like full rooms that they're they just don't give you the space and as soon as you move you stop firing at them like their arm the armor cools down and like you have to start from scratch again you can't move and shoot um and that'd be fine if you're doing the charge up shot but you you're literally stuck in place as this gun uh you you're trying to heat up the armor 
to do the finishing blow. So you're not even killing them. You're literally just breaking the armor off. And it's this long sequence. And I had to just keep redoing this section over and over and over and watching the death scene and seeing the game over screen and restarting. And there's nothing to learn. I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but it's like, you just no, have to do, you, you just have to, it's, it's kind of a trial and error. You just, well, not but, trial but and error, but, but, but it's not trial and error. It's just yeah, like, it's, well, you know, you, you, you got to figure out analog stick. Yeah. You got to figure out like your movement, your, and your spacing and like, what's the best way but I can I, do this. Here's, and the, here's the problem, Ken, in this one area, like I had figured it out. I knew where to get it, but you have to manually aim that fucking laser. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it, the, I'm sorry, but the, the controls just not good enough. If it just did a lock on and I just held down the button to break the armor off, I'd be way more pleased with that. And then have me do the manual, the final shot manually. You know what I mean? But there's no reason why, like it's already hard enough to figure out, where I need to stand to have enough time to break the armor off. And I mean, like, it is, it was like a minute of this thing walking towards me in the section I'm referring to. Um, and it's just like, okay, so I got that done. But then now I have to figure out where I'm going to stand to charge up the missile to shoot it in the face because it needs to stand upright before that can happen. And it's just, again, it's not really... I'm not learning anything. I'm not becoming better as a player for this. Um, and, and I feel like that's a lot of the problem with this game is it's like, there's no learning at this. Like um, a lot of people have said like, why is there no difficulty options? I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what you could do to have an option to make this easier other than just skip fight, which hey, for accessibility reasons, I'd be fine with that. I wouldn't take it myself because that would just irritate me. Um, that well, that I is think, the choice I have to make. I think like, shortening just... the time that it takes to melt their armor and charge right. the shot yeah. would probably be the best way to do it. Right. That's fair. Yeah. So, but it's like, yeah, it's just like, so very irritating. Um, I know what boss you're on. Uh, that boss fight sucks. Yeah, I it's, got, it's I got really smoked. cool. But like, that's when I so I when I bought this game, I bought the amiibo with it because screw it i didn't know what they were gonna do and uh the amiibo that came the, the for for um uh dread um it gives me a f- another it f- refilled my health and gave me another uh health tank and that's another problem with this game it is so bad at giving you upgrades like they're just not paced well so like yeah, you shouldn't probably have a ton of health tanks, but I'm I feel like I'm for where I am and how many how much area I've covered, like I feel like they've they're just less health tanks overall. And then there's partial health tanks that you collect one of four pieces of like heart pieces. Yeah, I found a couple um, of those. Boss fights don't even bother using your standard gun. They do, it doesn't work. No, it, like that's it another never thing. Has. Like, no. In other other Metroid games. No, no, no. I mean in know, this game. Yeah, but that's just it. Like, so you have to switch to missiles the entire time. Which you can't. Like, I mean, it's it's you can't. Let me, let me but toggle it, it. 
yeah. let me toggle it and you know what i mean like it's just it's all these weird accessibility things where i'm just like <sighs> like why is there no lock on aim that i can't like i can toggle um for the ma- like when i have to manually aim right why can't i lock onto an enemy from there and then move back and forth because that's that's literally how most of the bosses have to do damage it's like oh you have to aim at a certain spot and to make it awkward they're going to send stuff from another area but because you have to manually aim because it's not something you can naturally jump to uh we're gonna have to make you we're gonna make you move around a lot and it's just like i i hated that in death stranding don't attack me from a different point like don't screw with my view sort of thing like if you're gonna make me stand stationary like at least give me more space to move than like two inches to the left and two inches to the right and it's just like i'm not trying to like shit on this game but like when this game is good it's great and then it just i i'm getting more and more frustrated as i go along Especially because I have to keep, I keep doing a ton of backtracking because it, so when it came to Zero Mission and it came to Fusion and uh, even Samus Returns, it did, it would kind of point you where you need to go to next. And Dread doesn't do that. No, it, it never even gives you, the only thing it gives you is like the, the areas where there's a hidden item, it'll blink. Wow. So you can get two more missiles. Yeah, I've got so many, like, I've found so many missile upgrades, it's ridiculous, but energy tanks, I have one extra. That's, and that's my problem. Like, they, 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 you, you have to use missiles, so they give you a bunch, but then they don't give you enough energy, and the bosses take so much that, like, one of them, I swear to God, I took three hits and was dead. It's, it shouldn't. Outside of the first Metroid game. Which is difficult because it really hadn't found its footing yet. I would say that none of the Metroid games are hard. There's a hard mode usually that you can unlock in different ways, but like none of the games are like hard. Um, there are challenging moments, obviously, as you go through, but none of them are so frustrating that I want to like. I, I'm actually going like, what the fuck was like? What am I supposed to fucking do? It's never that much, and unfortunately, I don't know why this game is in this position. Yeah, I've I, I've I've spent, I think I'm at like three hours that I've played so far, and there have been, for me. you know, and there's there's been so many times where I'm like, well, what do I do now? Like, I just got this new power. I can go back to these old areas and collect stuff, but I think I'm supposed to constantly be going forward, like even. Just to give an example of how hard it is to tell where you're supposed to go. So when you get to the second area, your your instinct is to go right. If you go right, you can't progress. You have to go left first. Yeah, and then there's... so And just because like this thing needs to be a clusterfuck, um, you don't just move through areas naturally. You have to use teleporters. Yeah. And and it just it 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 complicates things even more than it needs to be. Like think about a teleporter in other games. Uh, I'm going to use a great example: Symphony of the Night. It is a way to fast travel to other parts of the castle. Yeah, you're still going to have to go through other rooms, but 
hey, it's an easy way to fast travel. No, not these teleporters, though. These teleporters in, in Dread only go from, like, the red teleporter goes to the red teleporter. That is it. And, and it's usually it's like, in an area that you can't access unless you take the teleporter. Yeah, until later. Yeah, yeah until later on. Like, but at first, when you hit it, like, you just have to go back through the teleporter because there's no way to get out of the area that you're in. Yeah, and it's like... It, because of all the flashing and it marks every pick every so it does this auto map thing that i do appreciate where it like oh you can see the missile upgrade but you can't get it yet but don't worry it's marked it on your map yeah neat and when you hover over it tells you whether or not you've got it but that's my problem just remove it once i've seen it yeah i don't need it to be there if i've already got it you know or let me turn them off so, because it just clutters the map. So, I'm, like, looking for doors I can open with a new power-up, because, obviously, they mark them by colors. I can't see them, because all oh, this room is flashing, and then there's fucking a missile up- upgrade or whatever right near the door. And I'm just, like... Th- th- I think my biggest... Like, the reason why I'm so upset is because this game is so close to being really good like, really, really good, that, like, these shortcomings feel even worse. Like, they are annoying in general. Um, the Emmys especially, but, like, it, it's just, like, I, I don't know, I don't know what they were thinking when they did it. I, 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 I like, was this an oversight? I, I don't know. It, it's, it's just, it's frustrating. Like, I shouldn't be feeling more frustrated as I go through a game. Like, especially as I'm getting more powerful, right? Like, yeah, sure, the challenge should up uh, ramp to meet my um, abilities, and in ways it does. Um, but it's just like fucking hell. Like so, the having to, and yeah, you know, I think a lot of it could be solved with just telling me where the fuck to go next. Yeah, and here's, I, I think that would help a lot. And the computer talks to you, and it's like you need to look up for this upgrade. And then stops talking to you. And you're like, there's this built-in place where you should be able to get hints at any time. Because you return to the computer rooms. Yeah, I've, and if I've, you do, Googled, I've Googled way too much already, being early in, of like, what am I supposed to do now? Well, you got stuck, so you got stuck in the same room I did at first, where it's like, yeah, some blocks are destructible. And you're like, I can't get back out. And it's like in the top left-hand corner of this small little alcove that you're stuck in. It shouldn't be that difficult. Like, none of these games have been this obtuse. Like, why is this one? Like, even the game this the Mercury Steam made before wasn't this obtuse. Yeah, I, I really don't know why. Like, the blocks that you can break, like, they have absolutely no differentiation from the rest of the blocks. So I, a lot of times when I'm running through rooms, I'm just shooting every wall and every floor. There is a power-up you get that will show you them. That's cool. I, I haven't got optional. that yet. It'd be good to get I that th- early. <laughs> I think that's optional, though. Well, here's the problem. I got it. I'm like, well, clearly I need this because I don't know how to progress. No. No, it was just totally something else where because I wasn't... Because I couldn't figure out how to get past a certain area. Which, to be fair, my fault. Fine. But it's like, because I couldn't figure out what I'm supposed to do in an area, I was like, well, clearly this is locked off right now. 
because it doesn't tell me where to go. If I if it was like you need to go here, and I'm like clearly I have all the powers that I need to I need to access this area, I would have just done it. Like I again, this game isn't that hard. It's literally just like frustrating. The whole thing is frustrating. Don't tell, show me the game over screen if you're gonna reload me outside the Emmy uh encounter or the boss encounter don't show me or if you're gonna show me game over just auto load don't make me fucking you know sit there just have that be the load screen to bring me back no oh you have to confirm and then loads back and it's just like i shouldn't have to use the amiibo to refill my health during a boss fight yeah i don't have that option so uh it uses any metroid amiibo uh, I think to I have refill. one. So, so any of the Samus ones refill your health. I mean, do, do I? So I have to go into my closet and dig out amiibos. Well, they, they, they don't give you. They don't give you. Um, I have. Here's the amount of health I have. I have eight extra. Huh, I have two, and one of those is from amiibo. So I have seven extra. Oh, uh, like was that a permanent upgrade if you scan the amiibo? Yes. Well, fuck, so if I'm you have the Metroid, no, yours doesn't have that. You only this is how fuck, fuck, fucky they get. Only the one from Dread. Oh, the, only well, no, the Samus from one. Dread gives you the bonus tank. However, once per day, you can use any other Samus amiibo to refill your health. Fuck you. And the boss, hold on. And the boss you're on, I had to use two amiibos. Fuck you, Nintendo. It's just like. I, I've not felt this way about a video game in a long time. Like, really frustrated. I don't even feel... I bounced off of Dark Souls because I was just not having, like, as much fun as I feel like I should be with a video game, but I never was like, this is frustrating. I went, eh, yeah, there's, there's, you know, a difficulty curve, and I'm just not willing to put in the time. You know? That's... And that's, I, I think, a fair statement to make. I just, I'm not going to spend my time this way because I'm not having fun. Uh, but I totally understand how other people do. Um, to me, though, there's nothing to learn from Metroid Dread. It's just fuck you. You didn't like do the thing right. But like, it, it's not giving me any benefit when I do, other than just being able to see the next area because it's still not giving me any direction. I could totally be in the wrong spot. And, like, they'll send in... Later on, there's, like, an area where they sent in... I'm going to call it a mini-boss because I don't have another term for it. They, I went through one way, fought an enemy, came back later. A different enemy showed up in the same area. I was like, clearly I'm supposed to go this way. Exited, realized, oh, wait, this is the area I've been in before. And now every time I enter that new area... The original enemy's back, but was I like was I was supposed to come out the door that like I don't know like clearly I was going the right way because something different happened but like I shouldn't have to figure out where to go to next like right now I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck I have a new power and I'm like okay maybe it's in one of the old areas and I went and used it and I collected a bunch of stuff but I'm like I have no idea where to put this into actual use to move forward. Because no one will tell me. Everybody just gives me vague, this is the thing you need to do. It's like every every character in this game that talks to you goes, you need to complete the game to complete the game. Thanks. I, I don't 
That 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 means nothing to me. I should like this game more. Is my biggest biggest complaint. I, um, I, I think it hurts to kind of go back to your point. I think it hurts even more because when this game hits, it hits really fucking hard. Like, like the first Emmy encounters were great, even though they were, they, you know, they, they were punishing. I, th- I felt like there was enough flexibility in those areas to have some sort of strategy. Um, especially with the power that they give you kind of early on to deal with them. Um, I was like, okay, all right. So this is going to come into use. But the, the, the latter few um, are so powerful and have so much nonsense attached to them that I'm like, well, odds are now not even remotely in my favor of surviving and like really there's only one strategy clearly because other anything else doesn't work and like at that point like just play the game for me because like you you didn't teach me that this was going to be like you have one way to deal with this problem this i i I go back to it this game should be better like and i i just I really don't know how to fix it other than like really going back to the drawing table. Like other than the, the thing that you mentioned with the, um, it should take less time to power up the shot. And like, that still doesn't solve everything. And it's like stuff that's been fixed in the Metroid series. I'm not asking for stuff from other like Metroid like games. This is shit that was in fusion. And I want to know what happens to, in the story. Like, I'm a nerd for Metroid. I love it. But, like, this is not the game to follow up Fusion or even Samus Returns. It's Samus a, Returns gets difficult. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that game's a wa- uh, cakewalk either. But it's like, this is a lot of wandering around and just beating the shit out of me because I don't know what to do and the game won't tell me. It's also sad that this is the first Metroid proper game we've gotten in a long time. Yeah. And, and and like I keep going back to it. Like I definitely like I feel like I have ebbs and flows with this game. So there'll be times where I just don't want to play this game at all. Because number one, like you said, it's not telling me it's not even giving me like a hint of where to go. Like I have no idea what to do next. And then there'll be times where I'll stumble into what I'm supposed to do and I get on a roll and I'm like, oh my God, this is, this feels great. This is what I want. And then all of a sudden I'll go back to another moment of like, what a brick wall. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? I, I literally have spent like 20 minutes running back and forth like there was a part where I wanted to get back to the left side of the first area oh, and yeah. every single spot was blocked. There's four ways back over there and I couldn't go through any of them. Mm-hmm. One of them was for the ball. I didn't have the ball yet. Another one was for a, a wall that I couldn't break. Another one was for the ball again. And I was like, I can't go. What am I supposed to do? Turns out there was a little piece of floor that I could shoot to drop down. And I had no yeah. idea that I could do that. Yeah. Um, Again, like going like to talk positively about this game, uh, straight up, I couldn't do shine sparking in the other games. I didn't understand it. I wasn't sure. I, I was like, I have no idea 
how to grasp that. Like, it felt more like I, j- I would do it by accident rather than on purpose. Like, the speed booster in those, in like, um, Zero Mission and Fusion, I think it's in both of them, um, felt a lot faster than the one in this game. It's there, everybody, but I have to bring it up because Shine Sparking. This game teaches you how to Shine Spark and gives you, like, way bigger opportunity to nail it because it's kind of necessary, although not super, super necessary. It's it's needed, though, um, to, like, really bypass certain areas. Um, and, like, it felt good. It felt good to be like, okay, I'm becoming better as a player. But then there's this, like, jump ability later on and like the timing of it feel still feels off at times like i feel like it's just not there and i'm like i need this to progress but like it was just it was so frustrating and i'm like i otherwise i'm stuck in this loop so i'm like i feel like i'm doing it right yeah the i just couldn't i was off by like a second or whatever and it's just yeah it sucks because when this game hits, it hits hard. But when it frustrates, it frustrates just as hard. The story... So there's a story segment, like, wherever I am in the game. Um, there was a story segment. I met with someone, and they kind of gave me the what w- is going on. And I went, I'm fucking in. Like, I was like, this is a great concept. And I love it, and I want to know... I want to know what the fuck is going on now. Like, I, I want the whole backstory of how this has come to be. And, uh... I don't know. Like, I'm gonna finish it, but I'm at seven hours. And it's like, I'm gonna say, a good, like, a good portion of that is me wandering around. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, that's not okay. Not for a game that really isn't that big like I'm not going for 100% although I might end up there because of just sheer incompetence of like (laughs) you just you keep stumbling into things because you're looking for a way to progress forward yeah I I feel shitty for like really kind of shitting on this game Um, because again like it's it's Metroid. I love the series. Like, is it the worst game ever? No. Not by a long shot. But, like, so, some of this shit's just not okay. Like, it just isn't. Like, I don't I don't like the fact that, like, if without the amiibo, I feel like I would have been at a big de- detriment. Um, that, that sucks. Like, that just straight up sucks. That without Amiibo, I probably would have been screwed on a boss fight because it just was too much shit to juggle consistently. Because I don't have that Amiibo and I'm not buying it, so that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I've not looked up a walkthrough. I might have to at this point. Um, because I'm just tired of wandering around in circles. Uh, I love like positives. Uh, the music's been great. Uh, the story so far is really cool. I like some of the new powers. Uh, I uh, I love the backgrounds. Yeah, um, it's a, it's some a of them, sharp looking game. Some of them change later on. I won't say how, um, but something happens and like things change, and I'm like that 
is neat because it feels like it's a living world. Um, it gives me some. Uh, there's a one area where when I first showed up, uh, I was like, okay, love this area. Like I love the design of like this is very different. Um, and just the small little animations of the background and everything. Like this is a real world that I'm in, which is not something I can say about every 2D Metroid. Like, you know, some of them do feel like it is a flat place. Um, and somehow this game doesn't feel like that, even though, you know, I move on a 2D surface. Um, you know, it, there is that satisfying... When you defeat an Emmy, it feels satisfying because they're a pain in the ass. And it's got one of the coolest endings to a boss fight You've you've seen it, Ken. The first creature you fight. The first creature. Nothing. What are you referring to? Um, it has a scorpion tail. Thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The ending to that fight. I was just like, oh yeah, they really understand this character. <laughs> the 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 so the bo- one of the things I loved was that boss that you go down in the lava. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The way that that fight starts is fucking awesome. Yep. Like, the way she reacts to that is just incredible. It's like it's oh. it's like she's nodding at the camera going, you know who I am. Yeah, and the, the <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, this is probably the best portrayal of Samus in a video game. Like, just, it is every badass, like, uh, moment. Like, it's all earned, too. Um, I love it, but it, it's just those fucking downsides that, like, rem- beat the shit out of me. Like, w- like, I want to love you. Let me love you. Yeah. I, I, and I got... Okay, sorry. I, I, think, I think what's going to really bother me is, like, will Nintendo make these changes? They've been better about making changes recently, but will they make any changes to this? I don't know. I would be, well, I'll be surprised if they do, to be honest. But, um, you know, I think I'd feel better if there was, like, you know, if I was just having an issue with the um, parry system, uh, I'd have a different sort of uh, take on this. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I've pretty much nailed that with everybody. The Emmy is just the split-second window. Like, I can, I can usually get the... I, if I can get it, I can get it on the first one usually, but like the second one is like random chance almost. Um, but it's just like, yeah, I just don't feel like I don't feel like I'm being challenged. I just feel like it is just like, fuck you. You're going to lose here. And it's like, not fun. I did get the uh, special edition, which I didn't know existed until I went to pick up my copy. Um, and like, he'd put me down for it because I was the first person to uh, put my pre-order in for that and the amiibo, um, and I will say this: it is an extremely nice box set. Uh, it's got a big hardcover book that I haven't unwrapped from the plastic because I don't want it spoiled, and some uh, cards. Uh, but I think the neatest part is like so: you pull out your little tray that has your steel book and um, the cards that are for the other mainline Metroid games or whatever. Um, but they've embossed the cardboard with like uh, 
the silhouettes of the Emmys. And I was like, that's a nice little touch uh, that I didn't expect. Don't know why that the uh, we didn't get the same as the European edition, where like you also get just a standard Switch case for the game. But it's like clearly they gave a shit. I, that, that's that's my point. Just I'm confused and 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 torn. That was those were my opinions. We've talked about this long enough, I think. Otherwise, I'll just end up in circles. You know, like the game. <laughs> I I hope that I have a better experience going forward than you, but I doubt that I will because, Amen. like I said, I, even now, early as early on as I am, which I was hearing on the internet, it was a seven-hour game. I thought I was halfway through. I'm like, who beat this in seven hours? Seven hours, yeah. yeah. Maybe it without wandering. Or they were given a guide to be like, here you go. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd have to have a guide because my ass has been wandering all over the place. So, But yeah, I, I'm going to keep playing it. I'm reviewing it. Um, and I've definitely had ups and downs even in this early going. So, Alright, let's Natalie, move... Natalie and Brulia is playing in my head. Alright. Uh, <laughs> Can't you see I'm torn? <laughs> Let's uh let's move on to what's out this week. Um Back for Blood, dropping Game Pass, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, regular. So that version that I'm playing was the one that you could get last week if you paid like the the obscene amount of money to get it early. So the full game drops for everybody this week. Uh NHL 22 also has an early access, so it's out on the 12th for the X Factor edition. And then the full version is out on the 15th, which is Friday. <clears throat> so that is a three-day early access window. We've got Caddy and Batty, the Spirit Guide. Uh, that new Sega um, anime RPG action game, whatever, the Demon Slayer. Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles is out this week. Uh, the Rift Breaker. Uh, this is PS5 and Series X games right now. PS5, all the same stuff. So there's your next-gen releases for the week. Scroll over to PS4 and Xbox One. We've got <clears throat> a lot of the same stuff in Gear Shifters, Monster Crown, Shuan Yuan, Sword 7, uh, Arcade, Arcade Archives, uh, Rally X, Doctor Who, The Edge of Reality, Dungeon Encounters, God Strike, Hunt Down, I'm assuming that's like a physical version of that game. Uh, Jackbox, Jackbox Party Pack 8, The Crisis Remastered Trilogy, uh, Grey Lancer, and uh, The Good Life, which is the new Sweary game, uh, is also coming to Game Pass as well. So. Oh, perfect. Yep. Uh, and then Xbox... Is there anything different? Uh, Ring of Pain, Murder House, Ancient Stories, Gods of Egypt. Uh, and that's all the same. So let's bounce over to the Switch, because the Switch has all the games. Uh, we've got Disco Elysium, The Final Cut, Gang Beasts, Golf with Your Friends, Overcooked. There's a bunch of these games called Code in a Box, which I'm assuming is a physical release with a code. It's okay. Uh, Escapist 2 is a code in a box. We've got Critadel, 
Immortus Temporis. That sounds like an important game. Uh, Lumione. Uh, Starlight Alliance. A Little Golf Journey. <clears throat> Aeon Must Die. Which is that uh, that focus game with the really cool artwork with the bad developer stuff? You remember that? Like the developer. Man, I can't remember. I can't remember what bad developer story is what anymore. Like they stole the code or something? Or oh yeah, that's that game. Yeah, that game. Yep, it's out this week. Uh, Aliens drive me crazy. That sounds like an '80s movie, doesn't it? Like Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum. Alright. Uh, You're on your own there, yeah, sorry. Uh, Bonito Days. Uh, Evil. Casa Bonita. <laughs> Casa Bonita. I know. Casa. I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, Evil Tonight. Fight of Animals Arena. Henchman Story. Hextones. Inspector Waffles. Mona Moore. Nira. Red Ronin, Ruin Raiders, Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero, Tears of Avia, The Sundew. Oh, here we go. But the moon don't. Waifu Discovered 2, Medieval Fantasy. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, part two, baby. Uh, <laughs> Zumania, Magic Casual Puzzle. I think Wombat fell asleep listening to talk about Metroid. Yeah, what? I don't blame I, him. What's that? I what? What? I'm sorry. Well, they've been here the whole time. All the whole time. I'm surprised you get excited. Waifu 2. Waifu Discover 2 is coming out. Well, that's John's thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Crisis Remastered Trilogy is coming to Switch, so I guess we've answered the question. Is, is Can it run Crisis? Apparently it can. Uh, Puzzle 9. Wild and Horror Pinball. And all right, I'm gonna try to say this, but this is pretty funny. Ultimate Chicken Horse Anniversary Edition. You like that? Name of that version. Yeah. You like that? That's fine. It's fine. I mean, I don't know. I really like the more dumb ones, like War Mastered. Like, really, you just stretch that far. The, the THQ Nordic seems to have the best ones. Remastered. Remastered. That sounds like, like you're like don't... like having trouble saying the word or something. All right, I got a bullet point list of news. You ready to roll on the news? Sure. Xbox is making another controller. Of course they are. It's the 20th anniversary controller. It's got like the green highlights. It also comes with an exclusive background theme for your Series X, which you can only get when you buy this controller. I had this controller in my cart, and then I realized I didn't need to spend $70 on something I already have seven of. Holy shit. Is it... It's not even an Elite, then. No, no. It's just Fucking a, hell. Yeah. Like, regular standard controllers are 60 and then, like, some of the special edition ones, they, they drop for, like, 70 So... Uh, EA is dropping the FIFA name. Not a surprise. I mean, it's just weird, though, right? I don't know. Maybe they don't want to be related to FIFA anymore. Mm. I mean, it would be weird. It is weird. Don't get me wrong. The biggest just... game series on the planet. You're going to change the name? 
Be like that'd be like changing Final Fantasy yeah, seventeen they, to not Final they, Fantasy. They don't if they Yeah, but they don't own the FIFA name, right? So like they just own the license to FIFA. Yeah, I believe so. So it would probably mean that they don't have to pay FIFA. Because right now I think they have to pay FIFA and the players for their likeness. What about FIFA Fofum? Well, Giants are a different sport, Ken. That's true, they're football. Or baseball. Yeah, that's right, there is a baseball team called the Giants. I don't know, this joke didn't work. No, it really fell flat. There's just like silence in this room. The energy's gone. I complained about Metroid too long. Oh, geez, this whole podcast has gone to shit. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, Square has started selling XP boosters for Marvel's Avengers after adding the game to Game Pass. After they said they wouldn't. Yeah. It's almost like that game is shit. Yeah, that game saw a huge boost going into Game Pass too, so... My my kid downloaded it because he wanted to play it. His friends were talking about it. So. I mean, how did you have the space for that thing? Uh, he, uh, I've got a four terabyte. But uh, is it? But oh, he's not playing it on the series though, is he? No, no, no. I was gonna say because no. it takes up like a quarter of the Series X hard drive. I think it's yeah. like 130 gigs or something. Yeah, no, he's playing it on the old Xbox One. Gotcha. Uh, Idos Montreal is shifting to a four-day work week. Do you think this is going to become like a normal thing? Maybe. Four-day, eight-hour work days, and then three days off? I mean, I don't know if it's just me being old and having worked, you know, like almost 30 years of my life. Like, that just sounds like a weekly vacation to me. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm not down for it, but I don't know. Uh, Last of Us 2 is making its way to PlayStation now. So if you subscribe to that, you can play Last of Us 2. Rockstar confirmed the GTA Trilogy is coming later this year to Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. As well as PC and then mobile next year, I believe. So they're doing the only logical thing and removing all old versions from sale. Yeah, I mean, why would you want those when you can get the new ones? Because what if the new ones suck? I'm being facetious. I know, but I'm, like, honest statement, like, the new ones could be fucking broken. They could be. Just leave your old shit. But you know Rockstar really has a gonna... history of doing that. They've removed older... Yeah, but, it, but what a stupid thing. Uh, instead of potentially having people just want to pay money for our stuff, what if we remove that option? Like, I don't know. I mean, it's Rockstar. They can do whatever the fuck they and want. And they complain about fucking theft. You know what? Just make your shit available. Thanks. I mean, you're making simulators for stealing, and then you get mad because people steal your shit. I that mean, is, the irony that is, is that thick. Granted, <laughs> All right. if, if they were selling cars, I feel like they would probably. I mean, you don't just steal cars GTA. in GTA. You steal a lot of shit. You steal a lot of stuff. So, you know. Is there a question for people that are up on GTA lore? Who, I, am, I am not. Do you steal software in any of them? I think so. Ryan uh, probably yeah. better know. 
Yeah, de- definitely. I remember at least one mission where you do some some hacking. All the fucking hypocrites, then. <laughs> yeah, see? Just like I said. Resident Evil... I don't recall a mission where you steal video game software, though. I mean, that's in the GTA 6 when it never comes out. Uh, GTA Res- 6 at this point is just going to be a GTA Online expansion. Yeah, I know, right? Sad, isn't it? Resident Evil 7 has hit Luigi Mansion numbers. 10 million. A lot of, it's a lot of Resident Evil. Uh, Grounded's latest update is its biggest yet, and it's starting to bleed into some Obsidian stuff. They're actually adding RPG elements to the characters. Which makes me more and more interested for when that freaking game finally goes 1.0. If it ever goes 1.0. You feel like it's not going to, right? <laughs> I just, I don't know. T- t- I feel like there's uh, there's a certain amount of... The, the whole um, not finished, not 1.0 stuff that's been pretty popular the last couple of years. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Tabs went 1.0. My son let me know. I do know that. Yeah, my son was very excited about it. I I, I don't know. I feel like there's a cynical part of me that feels like all that's a little bit scammy because it's like there's a lot of stuff you can get away with. You can sell a lot of copies, but you can still get away with a lot of stuff by being like, well, it's not final yet. Yeah. Like, it's it's not 1.0 yet, so you can't expect it to be great. Oh, my son was like, he couldn't sleep the night before the 1.0 update. That was my son with the Terraria update. He was so anticipating that. It was the most anticipated thing of the last several months for him. Yeah, I sit there and I look at him like, man, for tabs. (laughs) Yeah, what is is that? Like, I know Terraria, that one, I have no idea what you're... Tabs is so, it's, totally accurate battle simulator. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. I do know that. Never mind. It's an acronym. Yeah, he, not. I'm just not up with the hip lingo. He loves kids today. He loves that game. Like that's yeah, the only thing too. he plays. Yeah, uh, Seagate has announced. Well, they haven't announced, but I guess it's been leaked that there is a 512 gigabyte uh, expansion card coming for the Xbox Series consoles. So. You don't want to spend two hundred dollars for a one terabyte. You might be able to spend a hundred dollars and get a five hundred twelve gig. So, uh, if they're as plug and play as they say they are, they are. Yeah. Well, then I don't see an issue. Yep. You literally just plug it in. Your games pop up. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Uh. <laughs> so Twitch got hacked. Well, if you saw that. I did. Yep. And then uh, and all the the, pe- the amounts that people were making got released. <laughs> yep. Boy, that made people mad, didn't it? Yep. Like, what, what was funny? So, well, go ahead. Go ahead and tell the story, and then I'll, I'll jump in afterwards. I was just gonna, I, there's really nothing. I don't know much outside of just seeing like there was a big list that went out. Um, it kind of showed the top streamers, and then like what everybody makes. And and people were really upset that the people streaming like it started the conversation again about like so this Twitch streamer is making you know three million dollars a month or whatever for and they don't pay royalties to like the game developers that are using their content to stream or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't. 
I don't know that I have much of an opinion on that either way. Um, no, if you if like, your hustle works, work like, it. Yeah, I don't feel like well, I, and I don't feel like I don't know. Twitch doesn't feel parasitic to the industry to me. It feels mutually mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like you know back to our professional review conversation earlier. I feel like there's been a lot more buzz come out of games because they were played a lot on Twitch than uh, professional reviews. Among uh, Us was a huge one for that. That game came out, sure. the reviews were kind of like meh, and then Twitch streamers started streaming, and that game became fucking huge. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like um, uh, the the contract there is very similar to the professional review contract, contract, where it's like, we'll give you a copy of the game, you play it, and tell people what you think of it. Um, so I don't know. It, it, that would be... I, I just don't... I don't necessarily agree with that they should be paying the game companies. Uh, well, anyway... Uh- to be fair, there are a lot of game companies that pay those streamers millions sure. of dollars to stream a specific game. For yeah, sure. It's advertising. It's mm-hmm. marketing dollars. Is exactly. What it is. Um, but the um, but no, the, the, the point I was going to make is that there was, um, I don't know if you guys heard, but there was a, there was a huge uh, uh, controversy. Eh, controversy might be the wrong word. There was a lot of unhappiness at among um wwe wrestlers because for professional wrestlers uh the professional wrestling communities and the video gaming communities overlap pretty considerably i mean you've got xavier woods who's going to be a host on g4 um a vast majority well i shouldn't say vast majority a lot of young relatively young for professional wrestling wrestlers are active on twitch and have a lot of subscribers uh, and there was uh, a big kerfluffle uh, earlier this year because the WWE basically told everybody on their roster, you can't have your own Twitch channel that you profit, profit off uni- unilaterally. That's, um, you know, we're, we're taking control of your streaming content. And there were people who quit over it, um, legitimately quit over it. Now, a couple of them have gone back, uh, but... It was a it was a big deal, and and there were a lot of people online that were like, why would somebody give up being a you know a WWE wrestler on national television every week and all that over you know their Twitch streaming service? And then this data came out, and a couple of the folks who are at the top end are making four or five hundred thousand dollars a year just from Twitch, which is more than they get from WWE. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, that's why, <laughs> like. That's why they were so upset about it, because that's where it's a huge stream of money for them, and it was under their own control. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it's it's interesting. I, I hope that it buys uh, some of those wrestlers some sympathy uh, in terms of – not sympathy in terms of how much money they make, but sympathy in terms of why they would be so upset that the company was trying to take over their income stream. It also makes sense – Business-wise, not morally, but business-wise, why WWE was so interested in taking it over from Yeah, it's a lot of money. Well, yeah. I mean, WWE also thinks that they own the wrestler. Yeah. So, For sure. Well, to to the... Uh, they do to an extent. They own the names. Yeah, I know. They do, but they also, be, they also work very hard to make sure that none of them are classified as employees, that they're classified as... <laughs> Uh, independent contractors. Contractors, right. Uh, which couldn't remember is the terminology. <laughs> kind of bullshit when you think about how much they're doing to try to control those guys, which 
Andrew Yang, when he was running for president, um, called out WWE specifically and said, we're going to, uh, we're going to task the, the, uh, every governmental department that we can to make sure that they're accurate in their classification of independent contractors. And if it's not accurate, then they've got to do all the things that they don't do today, like offer health insurance and all that stuff. Very interesting. Um, I want to note that, like, out of the list, people were like, Critical Role makes so much. And I think people are upset because, like, they're not, they don't come off as indie anymore, but, like, it's a fucking production. What? Yeah. Like, those people are, like, it's not a million per person <laughs> per year. You know what I mean? Like, it's for the it's whole like, thing. That's... Yeah. Yeah, like they're putting in production value. Like, there's multiple people that work on it. Like, you know, I can understand being like a little surprised and maybe a bit upset, even though like they get their money from donations. So don't blame the person that's, you know, doing the stream. Blame the people that just hand over their money, I guess. But like, um, you know, it's like critical role out of all the streamers is not the one you should be angry at. Like. They put a ton of effort in, you know, they're all professional voice actors. Like, this is, you know... Work. I think, yeah, like, that's... You know the reason why you like them and not, like, just random D&D podcasts? That's why. Like, because they're, they're professionals. It's no different than any other in- entertainment medium, really. Uh, it's it's div- It feels different to folks in my generation and Ken's generation because it's so detached. Yeah. Um, but it's not really any different than television. You know what I mean? No. Um, it's except it's more independent, which is good. Um, I'm all about people being able to make money independently. Yeah, like I said, if you know if your hustle's working, do it. Yep. I'm not. I'm not going to take that away from anybody. You worked hard for it. You know, some people are luckier than others that they get to do something they absolutely adore. And they make a shitload of money from it. Go all by all means, man, do it. Jealousy will get you nowhere. Now let's move on to the next story. Uh, Yakuza uh, developer Ryu Gagotoku. I, I know I say that wrong every time. Has lost two members, Daisuke Sato and Toshihiro Nagoshi, who was the main person. Uh, and I know that uh, producer Nego- and director. Yeah, and Negoshi left for NetEase, which is a, a Chinese uh, game company. And the studio put out like a, a memo saying, you know, they're working on the sequel to Like a Dragon, and uh, everybody's just saying everything will be good. But that's some that's some big talent to hemorrhage because Negoshi had been at Sega for a long time. So I don't know. I love the Yakuza games, um, but yeah, I, th- I think that's a big. I think it's a big loss. Uh, Konami has invited indie developers to work on old IP, uh, and then I guess if it turns out well, they may actually put those games out. But I guess the bad side of this story is that um, I, I don't know that Konami is paying people to actually work on these until they you know, put them out. So like, let's say an indie developer goes and makes something in the Contra universe, but they don't use it, then they just kind of lose the work there. So I don't think this is a great idea. 
I think gamers will get excited for it because they're like, oh, look, Konami's letting other people use their IP, but they don't use it, then those games and that work is just gone. So. Uh, this was a weird one. I don't even know where to start with this. I don't know if anybody saw this as well, but apparently there's a new Sony remake coming. Uh, and this rumor popped out because there's this Irish singer who just finished like the lyrics for a song and people are... People are, like, rumor-mongering that it is a Xenogears remake. It's supposed to be debuted in December. So, I don't know. I'm not somebody who's played Xeno anything. Is Xenogears something that people should be excited about? Yes. Xenogears okay. is an incredible JRPG from the PS1 era. Drew's already confirmed the remake for Phoenix Tail. Oh, boy. I know he's. I know that's been one of the things. Yeah, I'm volunteering him. He's gonna play the remake. Take him 17 years to finish. All right. Uh, Randy Pitchford has stepped down as president of Gearbox Software, but he is still the CEO. God, just can he step down from just existing, please? I don't want to hear about him anymore. It's just every time I like. He wants to be more famous than the games. Just put out the games. What about the Stop movie? Pruding. It's got Kevin Hart in it. Can we not have the movie? Can we see we had the movie so we don't have to get the movie? No. Uh, what, some... Go ahead. What, what am I more upset about? The Mario movie or the Borderlands movie? The answer is the Mario movie because I thought it stood a chance. Wow. <laughs> uh... Some people data mined uh, the Xbox store and found some new backwards compatible games. The rumor floating around this is that they are going to launch around the anniversary, which is November 15th. And the games that were data mined are, this is a weird list, so just bear with me. Dead or Alive 3, Dead or Alive Ultimate, Full Spectrum Warrior 10 Hammers, Gladius, that's a that's a deep cut. Ow. Uh, Gun Valkyrie, that would be cool. Uh, Chicken Little. I don't. I don't know what that one is. And then uh, Wombat's favorite game of all time, Advent Rising. Oh no, it is not on the list. Yeah, it's in the list. Why? 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 Because that was a good game. Who asked for that? Besides I did. Who cares about <laughs> whoever whoever has the license clearly is just willing to give it up. Majesco, right? Yeah. Well, but Majesco doesn't like exist anymore. So someone yeah, else owns the license. Um, it's yeah, got a right. Tommy Tallarico soundtrack. Did I just did I just say that? Isn't this the game that could collapse them in hindsight? It's, oh, it's certainly one of them. Oh, I can't believe I said that. I was like, yeah, well, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, Ziggurat. Ziggurat owns them now. Oh, okay. Ziggurat's putting out the the Blood Rain Blood revamped Rain. Yeah. on uh, consoles this fall, which I wish they would give me a fucking date for because I want to replay those games. Are you gonna rewatch the movie? Oh, which one? You know, there's more than one. I do, unfortunately, know there's yeah. more than one. I haven't seen any of them, thankfully. So yeah, I haven't either. But didn't the first one feature some big actress? Yeah, it was um. Christina Loken, right? Yeah. I think so, yes, back when it still seemed like she was going to be a big deal. Yeah, like she was a big deal then, and then she did Blood Rain, and well... <laughs> and well, the Terminator movie. <laughs> yeah. 
Which which Terminator movie? The third uh, one, right? Oh, yeah, is she the free. lady Terminator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That movie's not terrible, but like. I mean, really Ter- Terminator. Terminator is the franchise that just shits on its lore every other movie. So. Or... Yeah, like that's just it, right? Like. Yeah. Uh, Ed Boon is going to be a DC fandom this month. In Justice Three, maybe not. Because from what I hear, they're working straight on Mortal Kombat 12 because they don't know where they're going to be in a year. I can't blame him. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be there for the movie because you know there's a movie coming out for Injustice. So I think that's why he's there. Uh, I wouldn't expect an Injustice 3, although I would love an Injustice 3. (sighs) Ghost Recon... Uh, there's a new one coming out called Frontline. It's a free-to-play battle royale. Did Ubisoft forget they already have two of these? You know, they made Hyperscape. I, I forgot they had two of those. I yeah. did two. Hyperscape I'm came out. To spread my, I'm trying to, to figure out what two you're talking about. So. so Hyperscape was the first one. That one came out a while back, and everybody forgot about it. And just like a month or two ago, they announced that. Do you remember X Defiant? No. No, but that sounds like a PlayStation 1 game. Or yeah. right now, a PlayStation 2 game. Yep, they announced X Defiant about a month or two ago. And... I feel like I can see the cover for X Defiant right next to Orphan Scion of Sorcery. Yes. Woo! Orphan Scion of Sorcery is... Whoa. That's like That's the, the Azric. PS2 game ass PS2 game that I can think of. That's the Azric of the PS2 launch. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Rise of Parathia. That's the game they should put on Back and Pat. That game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was around. I didn't beat it myself, but I was around somebody that beat it. It's like, uh, and man, that sh- sucked. That's like the fucking Smurfs on steroids or something. That game was woof. I don't know who greenlit that game, but Google man, it. Whew. Yeah. X Defiant. So if you want to play a Ghost Recon Battle Royale, you go right the fuck ahead. I don't know if Ubisoft sometimes knows their audience. Like, they've been trying to do the Battle Royale thing, and it ain't worked yet. Yeah, it hasn't worked. I'm waiting for an Assassin's Creed Battle Royale. I mean, you know it's coming. There's going to be a one in that... The new one. Yeah, Yeah, that 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 Infinite infinite or whatever it's called. Everything's got to be Infinite or Infinity now. Well, isn't that the next Assassin's Creed? Is like, isn't it like a hub? Yeah. Yeah. And I bet you there'll be a Battle Royale in there. I'm sure there will be. They did have that really cool multiplayer uh, there for a while. I can't remember which one that was in. Where uh, you uh, had to... No, not that. No, is that the one where you had to... Like, one person was an assassin and everybody had a target? Yeah. That's, every, that yeah, was no, it was every, every Yeah, every, everyone had it. Everyone was an assassin, but you had a different play. Everybody had a different player that was. Right. Yeah, is that Brotherhood? Their target. Uh, give me a second. I'm pretty sure that was Brotherhood. Yeah, I don't remember. Because it had an online pass. Remember those? Yeah, it did, and that was the whole Brotherhood thing of it. They they pulled it into the story, but really they called it Brotherhood because they were going to do multiplayer. But I can't remember if that was the, in that mode. Uh, yeah, it's it's Brotherhood that's the first one. Revelations has it as well, and I think okay. three was the last one to have it. Yeah, gotcha. they kind of tapered off of it after three, and then 
uh, Unity had the four-player co-op where all of you were the same assassin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, Unity, still the only Assassin's Creed I never finished. Yeah. So, remember back when Sony said we're going to shut down the PlayStation 3 and Vita and PSP store? And then people threw a fit, and then they didn't. Yep. Well, now Sony's Sony's basically going to make you quit because they're removing payment options from all of those stores. You can no longer use a credit card or PayPal. The only way you can buy stuff off that store is through PSN cards. Well, you can. That's not true. You can add to your account off of a PC or a different Sony console that still has access. Um. I think what people don't understand is like this is a security thing. Like that's the reason why they're doing it. Like Nintendo did it with the um now I think you can still do it in America but like in Japan and Europe I want to say you can't use a credit card on the 3DS anymore. And it's just that that's all it is. It's just it's security. It doesn't necessarily surprise me because the both of those systems have been hacked. Uh, from here to the moon and back. So. Yeah. It, it, you know, with less and less updates coming to it, which is the reason why you have an update that says improve stability or whatever, it's not. It's to make it so people can't hack the console. Um, and, and that's all that this is. It's just removing the ability to take your credit card information because it won't. Plain and simple. All right. Last story. It's a combo. 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 The final Smash character has been revealed. It has been. And it is another sword character. Technically, it's a a K-Blade. Sora! Sora! Gorsh! Uh, yeah, it's Sora. He's coming to this, coming to Smash. I don't care. There won't be any Disney shit in it because yeah, fucking Sora. Uh, alongside this announcement, they also, um, I guess, Doom Slayer is going to be a me outfit. But pff, thanks. Uh, and then Kingdom Hearts. All of the games are coming to the Nintendo Switch, but. They're all cloud. Always a but. So you can't actually, like, they're not native. They're all cloud versus. Even even the original games, which were running on PS2. PS2. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what? What? The Switch can't run fucking Kingdom Hearts 2? I think it's just so they can say all the trilogies in one place because it's probably a harder sell to be like one and two are available and three you have to <laughs> one and two and two point eight six seven three to the fifteenth power is available now. I mean, Switch doesn't even have enough power to let Metroid crawl, so I'm not sure why <laughs> you guys expect anything else. <laughs> yeah. Why can't Metroid crawl? I've still not had that. I, nobody's answered my question. Nope. You sons of bitches. I've been waiting for a long time. I know, right? All right, that's all the news I got. Uh, I'm going to bounce over to the emails. I'm going to save one. One of them is for Drew, so I'm going to save that for him. 
Uh, but I do have another one from Antonio, and it's uh, it's all right, guys. I got some good news and some bad news. The good news is, is I'm really enjoying both Metroid Dread and Far Cry 6. Once again, in an open world game, I've spent so much time off the beaten path that I've become way too overpowered very early in the campaign. The bad news is, is that I think I have a pylondial, pylon needle cyst. Uh, it's usually... <laughs> okay, I will read this. Ooh, uh, it's usually caused by hair penetrating the skin and causes an abscess to form. I've had one at the top of my tailbone, but unfortunately, this one is on my butt cheek right beside my tunnel exit. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, wiping is an absolute pain. And if it doesn't resolve itself, uh, I'll have the doctor go in, who will most likely drain it. That's not the problem. The problem is, is that I'll have a wound right next to my a- exit strategy. That sucks, man. That's rough. <laughs> just gotta do what they do for um, the cysts that like wrists have, and just have someone smack it with a book. <laughs> On an unrelated note, I tried Arby's for the first time a week ago, and I actually enjoyed it. I had a smokehouse brisket and a Greek gyro. It was pretty tasty. I felt like I needed to try it because it sort of has a bad rap among black people, primarily because roast beef isn't that popular among us, except for a few, including me. Arby's can be very good. Can be. When it is, it's really good. And when you find an Arby's that is good... That's the Arby's you go to. Don't try any other ones. Yes, 100%. Because if you go to the bad one, it's always bad. It's never good. <sighs> um, I do have some tweets. I did get some more uh, Hall & Oates tweets. Hey. So I'm going to send those people the rest of the codes. Rufus says, A Hall & Oates song that would make a great video game is my favorite. Dance on your knees. I envision a rhythm dance game for paraplegics. Oh, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <Yikes>. Whoa. <laughs> did you guys talk about? Did you guys talk about calling notes? Calling notes. You never heard of calling notes? Why does that sound familiar? I think I've heard this before. There's a phone number. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can call and and it's your your emergency calling notes hotline. Yes, so, I believe. I put it as my uh, the header for my man eater yeah. review, my first man eater review. That's pretty funny. Yep. yep. I didn't realize it had a name. Yep. Calling Oats. Great. <laughs> um, Daryl says, "How about man eater? Of course, and one on one for those pesky humans in the water." And then right. Henrik says, "Hope your contest is still up. How about Holland Oats with Art of Heartbreak and Hadiful Boyfriend?" All okay. Right. So I got three codes left. I had three more entries. Y'all will get some DMs. With some Enjoy Maneater. Maneater's an awesome game. All right, Enjoy Stuart. Eatings of the men. <laughs> Stuart writes in. It says, Chaps, longtime listener here and fan user of Google Stadia. For a podcast that proclaims play games, not consoles, I thought your comments on Stadia last week were pretty lame. Hashtag Stadia 100. I think Stadia is pretty lame. <laughs> the 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 it's not. Let me put this. It is purely the business practice of Stadia. 
I don't have an issue with the the idea of streaming games, especially when, in theory, it would cost a user less money. In theory, that seems perfect, right? It says you're not buying a box, but there is no cost saving mechanic with Stadia. You're paying for the subscription. You're paying for your internet. You're paying for the games. So that really seems pointless to me, especially when you're having to stream or your data usage goes up because you're having to stream rather than just download once. Um, Obviously, playing online games does take some data, but nowhere near as much as downloading a game. Um, So that's where my issue with Stadia is. I don't get it's just I don't care where you play it, but like they sold that as this is the future. And the last everyone... game that came out on it was Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That's not the future. Yeah. That that's that's another another issue. But um it was a it was a solution to a problem nobody has. Yeah, and I th- I think a that's a weird to thing. A problem that they even it, like Google themselves knew the internet was bad enough in the United States that they started putting internet in. It was called Google Fiber, and then they stopped doing it. Yeah, that's right. Google Fiber's dead, isn't it? Yeah. So not only does Google have a really good track record of just killing things, they also understood that internet speeds in America, and this goes into Canada as well, is just shit. It's shit. And they backed out of that to then move into a service that streams 4k video games to you over the internet those are two wildly different ideologies so either the internet's good enough that you can do this and this is why you're selling the product or the internet isn't good enough and that's the reason why you previously worked on getting better internet to people Another thing that I think you should you should definitely be concerned with is that I've heard from multiple people that Stadia is literally on its way out the door. Like I know that they're putting new games on it, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, oh well, they're they're those were contracts they're putting games were, on it." Well, th- well, those were contracts that were written before. I don't think Google is signing anything past twenty twenty three. I think they've stopped. And I think this service is going to slowly close shop and it's just because there's no demand for it. And the reason that I'm anti Stadia is because once this is gone, this is gone. Like Google's not going to keep Stadia running indefinitely. And I know you can say that about the other machines, but let's be fair. The youngest console on the market right now just hit its 20th anniversary. Okay. Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft probably ain't going anywhere for a while. How's your Google Hangouts? How's your Google Glass? Google, like Anthony said, is terrible about taking ideas, putting them out there, and then just dropping them like a bad habit. And and the, and here's the thing. Even if Stadia worked out, they get rid of things that are working. You know, like... Say what you will, but like 
Nintendo never has like really pulled back on a successful product. Yes, over time they eventually move on to the next thing. But, you know, Microsoft got rid of the Windows Phone not because it was popular. You know? No. Like, it wasn't popular. That's the reason why they got rid of it. They got rid of Zune because it wasn't popular. And they, they worked as devices, but that doesn't mean anything. So they pulled the plug because it just didn't make money. Yep. I'm assuming, Google, I'm assuming it, Stadia will be gone by 2023. Just, but, even, but Google gets rid of things that are working. Like, they, they just get rid of things. That's where I'm like, I don't... And the fact that you own nothing is where I'm like really iffy with it. Like, you have no ownership. None. Because it's all on servers. There's no download option. You know? Like, it's just... There's a lot to it that makes me upset with it as a as a system. But more than anything, it's like, I know my internet speeds. They're not great. I have wonderful and, internet speeds, and, and Google Stadia still would hitch for me. That's what I mean. Like, it's not like I, you know, I don't... I, I think X Cloud. I think X Cloud is cool too, but that thing hitches for me as well. Like, yeah, I would not play my if I had an option. Like, I'll use X Cloud for what it's going to be intended for this fall, which is like if I want to test a game out before I download it. That's the only time I'll use it. I will never play a straight game streaming. It's just, it's just, there's just too much of it there. You know, like, like even still video sometimes has issues streaming. Like, you ever be watching something on Netflix and all of a sudden it just looks like garbage? I mean, it still happens. And I certainly don't want that to be my video games. So, I don't know. I just think having only one option to stream games. And the thing is, is you're not even like... Like, man, some of the stuff they're adding lately, I'm just like, why? Assassin's Creed, I don't know how much they're charging for Assassin's Creed 4, but that game is like $15 for a physical copy. Dude, $15 really is way too much for that game. At yeah, this point. I know, like, I know. Oh, you can it's probably like, get it for like think, 5 I was going to say, you get the whole thing with all the DLC for 10 Yeah. It's on just... sale. Like, it's... But what I'm saying is, is, like, removing internet from the equation, like, it is, it is dirt cheap to go into a store and just pick up a physical copy. I'm going I'm and... to check. I'm going to check for you right now, Anthony. I want to know how much Assassin's Creed Black Flag is $30. <laughs> That's for on Stadia it is? Yeah, on Stadia it's $30 for the core game. If you want the gold edition, it's 50 That's That's just not okay. Dude, like, Assassin's Creed sorry. Unity is $30. Well, to be fair, Black Flag's much better. It is, yeah. but Unity is what, like four ninety nine uh, Everywhere? It, it, it ain't even worth that. Yeah. These prices are crazy. The original Watch Dogs Complete Edition, $33. Wow. Like that's just... that. It's almost like they know they can't make the money through subscriptions or whatever, so they're just going to charge you a ton for the game. Yeah. There's the, I, sorry. That it's just like this is the, 
worst product, worst version of the product for the most amount of money. I have no friends on Stadia. I just I just realized I was logged into my account on Stadia because I did have an account. Oh, okay. And like I have no I have no friends on. I thought Stadia. you were just being mean to people. <laughs> no, I have no friends on Stadia. How do I see my games? That's the weird thing. Like here, I was like looking through my Stadia account. There's a controller, but if I click on it, it just shows me how to plug a controller in. Like I don't. Oh, here's my library. I own Wave Break and Krata. Those are my two games I own. Kratos sucked. That game was terrible. <laughs> Wave Break was not very good either. Like, that's the other issue, is like, the one exclusive game that was on Stadia that I played, I forget what it was called, um, was just not very good. The Ouya had more exclusives. Man, people still talk like, about that frog game. Yeah, it was just the, um... Uh oh god. I can't remember what it's called. I can't either, um, but you just like try to take the crown insurance from... insurance fraud from Saints Row. Yeah, pretty that's, much. It's basically what it was, yeah. And Tower what was it? The Tower game. Tower Climb. No, it wasn't Tower Climb. Uh Tower Fall. Tower Fall. That's the one. The opposite of Climb. Fall. Yes, Tower Climb is a is a <clears throat> roguelike. Oh god. Go away. It's actually great. You you have to climb the tower and you manually have to like hold on to the sides. It's like a and you look like a lemming. Man, you have no idea like my inbox of how much stuff I see per day. Like if I see the word rogue in it, how quickly I hit that X button to close that email. <laughs> it cracks me up. Alright. Uh Shogun Beats sends us a tweet says Battlefield is supposed to be a large scale team class based shooter. This game has forgotten its roots. The specialists all look the same, so I wasted a lot of my bullets on my teammates. Good thing someone is running support. Oh, wait, he's got a grappling hook and not an ammo box. $70. And you know what the sad part is? They had a ton of fun, even with the bugs and the design changes, but I don't think this game is ready. Did you guys try it out? So, I booted up um, the Battlefield 2042 beta, and... Have y'all ever played Battlefield? Like, have you ever played the game, like the multiplayer? Yeah. So, I spawned into a point, I ran to the objective marker, poof, dead. Alright. <laughs> I spawned into the game, ran to the objective marker, poof, dead. I repeated this for about a half hour, and I was like, you know what? This game's not for me. Like, someone else is just sniping you or something? Yeah, like, I just kept dying. Like, the people okay. in these games are too good. But, like, as yeah. soon, by the time I realize somebody's shooting me, I'm dead. So I'm like, okay. And what's funny is most of the time after I die, the person that killed me dies too. I'm like, how is this fun? Like, unless you're really, really good at it, how is this fun? I liked Battlefield 4. That's the last one I put any sort of time into. I like Battlefield where I'm playing with other people that suck like me. Uh, but thank God for matchmaking, putting me with people that are also bad. See, that's the thing is like I just matchmake. I'll tell you this though, Battlefield 2042. I wish to God there was a campaign because that is a fucking beautiful game. Holy cow, that game looks incredible. But I'll never play it. 
Especially not $70 for a multiplayer-only game. The only thing I'm stupid enough to spend that much money on is Overwatch 2. At least I'm honest. Yeah. Speaking of which, the Halloween thing starts on Tuesday. For Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Ryan, you're going to be really excited for that, right? Oh, yeah. So, I'm just over the moon about it. You know what? You'd think y'all have been on this podcast before. <laughs> Anthony, thought I was, that... Anthony thought Can't I was Anthony thought I was quitting. Anthony thought I was quitting because I hadn't played in a month. I, yeah, I thought you were you were you were good and then you relapsed. No, no, I was just taking a break because I was playing You relapsed. No, I was playing other games. And then this weekend I was like, you know what? It's been a long time. I'm gonna games. hop back in. Get my feet back under me. And I suck right now being a month rusty. Like I couldn't win a game to save my life, but you know what? I still I still enjoyed getting back into the groove, getting my feet under me, and now the Halloween parts here, and they've got a Roadhog clown skin, and I'm I'm gonna get that because that's creepy, and I'm gonna play some Overwatch this week and get some skins, you know, and then maybe I'll take another break, you know, through uh through November. Maybe I won't play it in November. I don't know. Can't just you can't just shut me off, Anthony. I've been playing this game for five five and a half years now. Can't shut you up about it either. This is true. I say that, but I just I talked about Metroid for how long? I'm self aware enough. Well, it's there's you know there's a game and people play one game pretty regularly. It's like people who talk about WoW, people who talk about EverQuest, people talk about Counter Strike, Call of Duty. You know, they get into one game and, and they talk about it because there's a reason why they've been playing it for as long as they have. And for me, that's the game. So I can't. I get it. I make fun of you. I understand it. Sometimes it hurts when I don't play it. I feel like I'm missing a part of me because I've been playing it for so long. <sighs> maybe we'll, maybe someday we'll get the sequel. Maybe. But anyway, that's all the tweets I got. If you want to tweet at us, that M4G podcast. Uh, I did not ignore your email, Daryl. I saw it. It's it's kind of addressed to Drew, so I'll wait till Drew's back on the show before I read that email. Hopefully that'll be next week. Oh, in week. seven to four weeks. Yeah. We, oh, he finally texted me back, by the way. He's apparently driving. Um, oh, he's, I wonder where he's off to. He's in South Carolina world, right now. Oh, world traveling Drew. Yeah, world traveling. He travels between like three southern states. It's not really world traveling. <laughs> um, if you want to send us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. You can shoot those over. We'll read them on the show. You can yell at us about Stadia. I don't care. That's fine. I get it. I'm sure you're yelling at me right now going, why are you talking about Overwatch again for the 400th episode? They were they were already yelled out like shut the fuck up. I get it. You don't like Metroid Dread. <laughs> no, they're they're writing you angry emails, being like, I can't believe you don't like a Nintendo game. I saw somebody on Twitter the other day. This is how fanboy I saw somebody on Twitter. The Resident Evil story that we talked about, how they sold ten million copies of Resident Evil. Um, they were comparing Resident Evil to Luigi's Mansion, as in horror sales. 
I was like, okay. Luigi's Mansion is not a horror game. Yeah, no. Wombat plays Luigi's Mansion. It's not a horror game. That's true. That's the definition. Yeah. If Wombat don't play it, it's not a horror game. I just, you know. He says yeah, that. You say that, but yeah. Wombat, you play, uh, you've played Fallout 3 and stuff, right? I have. I'd say there's pretty good horror sections in those games. There are some horror parts to them, yes, but they aren't horror games. I suppose, yes. I'm. You're right. I am stretching the definition. Mm-hmm. It's not like Wombat secretly is out there playing some Silent Hill or some shit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like Luigi's Mansion, under the pretense that well, Wombat's played played it, so it can't be. I'm just saying he has also played Fallout, but that's not a horror. Game. You're again. <laughs> my point being, though, that that is not a great example of what makes and does not make a horror. I don't know why I'm so involved with this terrible joke. Never mind. Fuck <laughs> it. Just fuck it. Just what. It's not. It, it wasn't funny. I was just really forcing it. I was like, "Yeah, all right, okay." Hey, we well, you, somebody had an Arby's question, and we didn't even divulge into food. So I feel like that was a it's a win. That was well, a it wasn't win. an Arby's question. It was an Arby's statement. What's funny is like he talked about Arby's, and the two things he ordered were not roast beef. He ordered a brisket and a gyro. Like. I've never had anything at Arby's but roast beef. I don't know what a brisket is, to be honest with you. Uh, you don't know what brisket is? What? Yeah, no. Like, I'm sure I do, but like, I've never probably called it that. I've probably just eaten it. He probably called it's it some excellent barbecue food, and you should just look it up. He's probably called it some weird Canadian thing, right? Let's find out. <laughs> Beef brisket is what you should look at. What brisket? I figured that was beef brisket. Beef brisket, yeah. Oh, it's just a different cut of meat. Got it. Yeah. I don't know what I. I thought it was like a more of a prepared meal. Well, it is. Usually, it's smoked, um, barbecue style. It's excellent. Tastes just like it smells. Delicious. Um, I'm not sure where the fuck that was going, and I was like, I don't know. All right, uh, we're just really devolving off the rails. I mean, I f- like, I almost feel like I haven't done a podcast unless I had a food conversation. I don't know; it's just weird. But um, I mean, we can follow into the. We we can always just make our public service announcement of don't go to fucking Burger King, please God, don't do that. Well, I, th- I would hope people would know that by now. You would hope, but I feel like there's every day there's someone making that that mistake. Oh, that's ah, nearby. It'll be quick. You know what I had yesterday that I hadn't had in a long ass time. No, because I wasn't there with you. Well, you should have been, because I had Little Caesars. Oof. When you say you had Little Caesars, yes. Did you have a hot and ready? I don't know if it was hot and ready. I ordered it off DoorDash. DoorDash just added Little Caesars. Not a hot hot and ready. It wasn't like six bucks or five bucks. Well, I mean, I had to have it delivered, so it was like eight bucks. Eh, So you probably got a hot and ready. Um, But I did order two bags of crazy bread, which... Yeah, that shit makes me feel awful, but I love it. Oh, dude, like it sat in my office while I was, like after I ate, 
and like my room, my office just smelled like fucking crazy bread for hours. Mm-hmm. And like I was smelling it after eating it, I was like, I'm so full, and it's making me sick to smell it. But yeah, I hadn't had Little Caesars in probably like a year, because there isn't one near me. I just discovered that the DoorDash added it, so I had them deliver me a pepperoni pizza and a couple bags of crazy bread. And then everybody in my house got wind of the crazy bread, and the crazy bread is now gone. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to have today. Bre- crazy bread is the shit. Crazy bread is really good. And it was warm when it got here. You know, like, sometimes oh, you get it and it's, like, yeah, hard. It's like, yeah. Like I'll this, still eat it. No, I'll still eat know? it, but this, like, when I opened the bag of this one, it was like, I know this is going to sound, Oft. this is going to sound bad. But it was soft, wet, and hot. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> oh shit! It was delicious. Delicious. Anyway, uh, these guys on Twitter, complacent robot, Ryan, Wombat RP, me, ZTGD, side ZTGD content, Phoenix down, rocking the Diablo two resurrected. I know they were off this week, but I think they're back next week. Or sorry, this week because this goes up on Monday. Um, I don't, I don't think I have anything else other than that. We've got a bunch of games coming out. I'm sure we'll be talking about them. We're getting close to the end of the year, gentlemen. It's time to start making your lists. For Wombat, that's the ten games you played this year. For the rest of us, it's... ten. I gotta have ten. Well, I mean, you can try. <laughs> yeah, I got some games I gotta play before the end of the year. Yeah, I I think that um, I've got to remember, like somebody mentioned, oh, Hitman 3 was a game somebody mentioned the other day. You know that came out this year? Yeah, I bought it, and I, yeah, I still haven't played it. But I feel like that game came out last year. But it was, yeah. it was this year. January. Yeah. It came out in January. God. Resident Evil 8's the other one that I keep forgetting came out this year. Like, Jesus. I'm going to have to look at a list of the 2021 releases because I don't remember half the shit that came out this year. It's whatever's fresh in my brain. Anyway, that is the show. Unless anybody has anything else, we're going to get out of here. I'm going to go get some food. Watch some football. Football. Football! And they all smile into a smile of peace, bitch. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. This is gonna be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio layer.